You know, we've, he's been wanting to uh, give his uh, testimony for quite some time, and then some things happened um, uh, with COVID going on, and then Dorothy uh, literally almost lost her life. She got COVID and literally almost lost her life, but God is faithful. Can you say amen? And I said, we're going to get this testimony in. You know, it's big on our hearts because they're like a, they're like a mama and a papa, and a grandma and a grandpapa, and uh, we just want to be able to, to hear just what God has done in their lives. They're in, they're in their 90s. They'll be married 70 years at the end of this year. 70 years. Amen. Yeah. You know, when they, they had brought that block in for a while, I thought it was a Bible. And I thought she just, I thought she was putting her feet on the Word of God. And uh, I'm going to give that to you, brother. And we're, we're just going to let them share. Honey, do you have anything that you want to It's, oh, but you know what? We, we are so honored by you guys. You have lived your lives for Jesus a long time. Amen. You've been faithful to him. You love him. When we see you every Sunday, you walk in here, you're praising God in the good times and the heart. You're an example to the body of Christ and to the kingdom of God. And so we honor you today. We're not giving up. That's right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. If you want to, honey, we're just going give to them, give them some time to share. And, and I, I've heard uh, Chuck share this a couple times, and it's powerful. Um, just, you know, a few things that decisions that he's made that have just best decisions of his life. And uh, I really feel um, that there's some impartation, you know, going on here because this is what, this is what real family is about. Um, passing on stories. If you look at scripture, I mean, it's all about passing on what God did in my life onto the next generation. And, and you, you hear it so many times over and over again until it's so embedded up, upon you, it becomes part of your story. And you pass that story on. This is how we reach the next generation. So I'm going to let Chuck just go ahead and, and just begin to share, brother. We just thank you for coming. And hey, it's finally here. We've been working on this for quite some time. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Glory to God. Well, hallelujah. The Lord has something to say to you, sir. <laughs> something good. <laughs> I, I, I see the Lord. He's saying to you, I'm pleased with your life. He says that. And he says, at least for the present time, you don't need to change anything. Glory to God. That's what I see the Lord saying. There's a, a couple of ha-has in your music there. I like those ha-has. Uh, I like to go ha-ha-ha to the devil. Glory to God. I don't spend much time... With him at all, only to say, ha ha, devil, you're rebuked. I push him back with the blood of Jesus. That's what I do. Glory to God. Well, we are winners. Well, I came into this world uh, December 8th, 1927. Ooh, some of you are saying that's a long time. <laughs> it is. It is a long time. It seems like it's been quite a while. But I got quite a while to go yet. Praise the Lord. 
So I'm not giving up. No, praise God. Well, I've got, uh, well, three main choices. I'll get to them a little later. <laughs> How they uh, affected my life. Just, just been wonderful. Glory to God. I brought some notes along. I don't think I'm going to use my notes. <laughs> I'm just trusting the Holy Spirit. Because I want you people to be blessed. And you get blessed. I get blessed. Can't lose. Glory to God. So February 9th, 1957, Dorothy and I, we came to the Lord at the same time. Same time. Knelt down by a Davenport. Ask the Lord into our lives. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> Never been sorry. Praise God. God has all the answers. I heard the Lord's voice two times. It's such a wonderful Wonderful voice. He said, Charles, Charles, preach, teach, heal. And I never felt called to be an evangelist. I just go through life with the attitude, who can I help? Who can I be a blessing to? That's my goal. Be a blessing. In 1942, my folks, my mother and dad and my brother, had a brother, we moved on a farm near Butterfield, Minnesota. Am I holding this okay? Glory to God. I'm not used to this. First time I've ever done this, glory to God. And we were surrounded by Mennonites. They were great people. East of us, south, north, all Mennonites. West of us, there was one that wasn't a Mennonite. And I kind of said something to him about the Lord once, and he kind of kind of just brushed that off. It didn't mean anything to him, but the Mennonites... They talked about the Lord, and, well, our family, we thought they were strange. Of course, we didn't know the Lord. And I remember my mother saying, well, they read their Bible on Sunday. We thought that was so strange. To us, that seemed so strange. But they were good people. Uh, on the farm, if anyone had a, a sickness or a problem or couldn't get their crop in, they all got together and helped one another. They did. They were good people. Praise God. Well, we had some friends that lived a few miles away from us, and they invited us to come to their church with some meetings they were having. Uh, an evangelist was coming there, and this was a little church in uh, Darfur, Minnesota, just 
bought a church of about 200 people, and there was a Lutheran church there, and and they talked about uh, salvation. They they preached that there, and so uh, Dorothy and I we went there, and that night I I just felt like I was on the end of a rope, ready to fall off. That's Still seems strange to me. You probably haven't had a feeling like that, but that's what, especially when this, uh, well, he was a instructor from a Bible school, and he was talking about, uh, well, he was preaching from 1st, 2nd, 3rd John from there. And uh, I, during that time, I just felt like I was on the end of a rope, ready to fall off. I don't know how to explain that. That seems strange. Glory to God. And so uh, he said during the service, if anyone wanted him to come out to their home, he would come out and talk to us. So after the service, I asked him if he'd come out to our place. He said he would. And Dorothy had asked him too, but we weren't right together right at that time. We both asked him to come out to visit with us. So he did that. And uh, it seemed like he, he started talking about uh, water baptism, what he thought about that. Then all at once he said, by the way, are you folks saved? <laughs> no. We said we'd like to be. And I thought about that. Oh, probably two years. For two years, I'd been thinking about that. I wanted to be saved, but I had a lot of pride. That's a lot of pride. <laughs> I didn't want to admit to anybody that I needed the Lord. I didn't want to admit that. I'd, I almost sooner died than admit that. So much pride. Glory to God. Oh, this would be getting kind of ahead of this a little bit, but after I received the Lord, I was on the farm then, and I had a neighbor right across the road, and uh, his machinery was old and rusty, and mine was good, looked good. It seemed like that made me feel like I was a better person than he was. <laughs> so the Lord convicted me of that. Oh, I didn't want to go over and tell him that. <laughs> that, that was hard. I, I fought that for two days. So finally, I got in the car and went over there, and he was right in the yard. I stepped out of the car and I said, uh, I was thinking I'm a better person than you are. Asked him to forgive me. Oh, he was so glad to forgive me. Said he never had a, a, a problem that way, but you know, that was a great healing. I've never had one tiny little thought since then that I ever thought I was better than anybody else, no matter how bad they were or whatever. Well, that was a, really a wonderful healing. And I had another time, just, just about a month after I was saved, I got up one morning and, oh, I felt sick. I was just shivering. I was cold. I prayed, asked the Lord to heal me. <laughs> Went to sleep. Woke up, healed, felt great. 
Praise God. I don't know why I don't receive that that easy now. <laughs> I have a, a hearing problem. I hear I hear good, but uh, especially on a telephone, it's kind of muffled. I don't know what somebody's saying. And even with Dorothy, she'll say something to me, and I don't know what she said. That's kind of hard for her. Glory to God. She, she puts up with me anyway. Glory to God. Oh, praise God. So then uh, back to uh, praying with this. Uh, well, he was actually a Bible school teacher and LBI in Minneapolis, whatever that was, Lutheran Bible Institute. So we knelt down by the Davenport there and well, he said, you should have a scripture to stand on. So I had 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And Dorothy's was Romans 10, 13. For whosoever shall call upon the Lord shall be saved. So we're sitting there and, oh, this uh, minister, he said, uh, Whatever the Holy Spirit brings to your mind, just confess that. <laughs> and uh, I could only think of three things that I thought was sin. <laughs> you know, there's a lot more than that. <laughs> I was 30 years old, so <laughs> a lot more than three sins. I just confessed those to the Lord. And all at once, Dorothy started crying. I thought, what's he crying? I don't feel any different. And then, but I knew if I just take that by faith, I would be saved. So that's what I did. Didn't feel a bit different that night. That was a Friday night. And then uh, Sunday morning, we had the radio on. I think it was Assembly of God preacher. And he was, I don't know what he was talking about, but. While he was preaching, I just felt the assurance that I was saved. I just knew that I knew that I knew. Glory to God, that was wonderful. Well, then we went to this church Sunday morning, next Sunday morning. <laughs> and the uh, pastor there, he asked me to come down in front and testify. I was kind of scared. <laughs> I never went through high school. I quit school in the eighth grade, and I never had any experience of being up in front of people. And I got up there and started talking, and I think I was crying half the time. <laughs> Praise God. I'm not ashamed of crying. I cry easy. Glory to God. You know what, Linda Chow? How I met this great guy. <laughs> oh, Lord. She says, you want me to tell him how I met this great guy? So go ahead. <laughs> I'm happy to come today because yesterday I was sick. Okay. Well, I was raised in southern Minnesota and taken to... A Methodist church 
week after week for prayer and and uh, Sunday school. But uh, how I met him, we had bad weather because we lived. I lived between Fairmont and Truman, right about in the middle there. And we had bad weather, and the great big corn ears fell down. I don't understand. I don't remember see that plane. But anyway, when I got done picking up corn, and so the farmers could, could uh, scoop it up and sell it, I got paid a good amount. Right away, I thought, I'm going to buy new roller skates, because I was skating on Saturday evenings. And I did that and got up to the, up to the skating rink, and it wasn't very, I was going slow because my skates weren't, weren't real broken in. I was going real slow, having a good time, and the guy that run the machine, he said, it's lady's choice. <laughs> Do you know where I went? <laughs> he was sitting there sitting there on the side alone and I asked him to skate with me and you know how you do you put your hand up this way and he I felt right away he's got something in this hand in the palm of this hand that I've never felt before I knew without a doubt the Lord had him for me that was good. But, you know, we were farming and had to move several times. And it wasn't easy. And um, we uh, raised, we've got a son, Larry, that's out on a farm about 15 miles from where we are now. And we've got a daughter, Emily, that's in Washington State. She's coming for... Uh, vacation with us uh, the end of June. She'll be here a week and I hope you meet her because she's had a great job out there. Anyway, what do I want to tell you more? Anyway, oh, oh, I know. Um, we were living in this house. Okay, we were living in this house and we got it all fixed up and we were going to put more cupboards in our kitchen. We had the rest of the house prettied up, we thought. And I just stepped outside. I think uh, there was some paper or something that was blowing a little bit in the wind. So I was going to pick it up. Well, when I turned around, the, what do you call that, the Colva? COVID. Oh, it just hit me in this eye. I couldn't see. I couldn't get back in the house easy. And he took me to the doctor right away. And that doctor said, you get her to the hospital. I was there, down here. I don't, what's the name of it? Rehab. Rehab. Three and a half months. I couldn't do my housework. Oh, but... I can't remember when that COVID hit my face. It just knocked the, the blessings, the, the, 
the remembrance of things that were going on was terrible. So I just had to had to work it out. Today, now they've got us in in uh, what's the town? What's what's we've got us we've got they've got us in three small rooms in the bit. No, the the Winona Shores. Winona Shores. Those all those all those uh, apartments along there, and we're in second on second floor, and you know, I had to give up so much stuff. And see, when we were going together and, and nothing was happening, we were going in the nursing homes every Sunday afternoon, singing to the nursing people. We didn't get to do that after this happened. But all my my music gotten my gotten uh, put put away or sold, but my accordion, and I lifted that the other day, and it's just a little bit too hard on my shoulders yet, because we're not giving up. We're just going forward for the Lord. Oh, praise God! I am so excited that I am here today because there was times I just couldn't do anything and he is such a good helper. He has to help me with a lot of things. Oh, praise God. We're gonna be around. Oh, praise the Lord. And I just, I don't know what to say, but God is on our side. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord that I didn't get get hurt when that thing hit me in the eye. And see, I still don't have my memory. I have to, I have to just uh, really watch him when he tells me something, because I can't, I can't do everything like I used to. I don't have, I don't have the, the. What do I want? The, what I need in me. Oh, praise God. But you and we remember. are so blessed that we found this church. Amen. We're not looking anyplace else. But you, you remember that you still love Chuck, right? Oh, man. <laughs> we do. I wouldn't look for any other man. <laughs> good, good. No. He is so good to me. He helps me with putting the a meal, the breakfast on the table and clearing the table and just all these little things that comes with a housewife. So yesterday I was sick and I didn't think I could even, even come. But see, he reads the word to me because the Bibles were so heavy, I couldn't, I couldn't hang on to them. So that's what that's the, what I've been getting is readings from the Word from Him, and it's just it's just doing great. So and I didn't know I was coming today. Oh, I lost my hair. I lost my hair completely when that thing hit me. But it's coming back now, and I'm so blessed. I'm blessed in so many ways. 
my mouth is dry, so I'll, I'll quit. I'll quit. But but you oh knew God. you knew us when we came in. You were so friendly, and we're going to be going into nursing homes again and singing. Yeah, just one little bit. Good choice. I got three choices that I want to share. <laughs> you know what they are. <laughs> I better share my choices. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I have three choices in life that I made that uh, were so uh, productive, so wonderful, the outcome so good. The first one, of course, was when I received Jesus into my life. That was the best choice that I ever made. And the second one was when I received the Holy Spirit, baptized in the Holy Spirit. What a benefit that is. I love to pray in the Holy Spirit. I do that a lot. Oh, that makes me think of one. In 2015, we were out visiting our daughter in Washington, and uh, we had to leave about seven in the morning to go to Seattle to get on the plane. This was uh, in the wintertime. And Dorothy, we got by the door. She says, I feel a little bit dizzy. Didn't think anything about that because she has had some problem that way. So we walked out and walked a few steps and she just fell over. Not hard, just just kind of coasted down like. And our daughter came out, said, Mom, she wouldn't answer. I said, Dorothy, she didn't answer. I started praying in the Holy Spirit, and she started talking right away. Well, she had a heart attack. They put three stints in, and then they gave her some medicine, and that kind of made her sick. They had to cut it down, because she's allergic to different things like that. So anyway, what was I going to say? <laughs> what was the third thing? You what? What was the third thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the third one. <the> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Uh, the third great experience, choice I made was when I took Dorothy into my life. That was the third one. Praise God. Oh, my Lord. Seventy years, December 30th, we've been together. <laughs> We're pretty well acquainted. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh, we've had some difficult times. I remember two or three, and <laughs> when we'd have a disagreement, we didn't talk to one another. <laughs> that would go on for a week or two, maybe. Then finally, we'd go to a pastor, wherever church was going to, and visit with them, and we'd be fine. <laughs> so. We never had too much trouble that way. 
one thing that was difficult, my mother never accepted Dorothy as the right person for me. She, she never accepted her. And that, that was hard. But we came through. Look what the Lord has done. <laughs> Amen. Well, I could talk for another hour, but I know you've got some other things you want to do. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, wait, do you guys just pray? Aren't you guys just so honored to have oh, you? Yeah. yeah. Thank, thank you guys so much. Would you take a moment and just pray over us? We would love that you would just impart to us. Amen. Whatever God has given you, you know, I feel like, not only is it such a testimony that you have loved Jesus the way you have for so many wives, but the way that you've loved your wife and the way that your wife loves and is so faithful to you, mm-hmm. I, I would love for you guys just to pray over all of us and Jeff Amen. and I as well. Could you guys do that now? Dorothy, should, do you want to pray as well? That's a, Your leg's getting tired. That's okay. You go ahead. Everybody. Oh, and we love you too. <laughs> we love everybody, and I'm so thankful Amen. for this church. Because we had, you know, went to several others, and it wasn't like this where Jesus is the Lord. Oh, we just love. We love you, too. Amen. We love you, too. Well, we'll go ahead and let uh, Chuck close us out and just pray. And then after that, we'll ask you to get your kiddos. And we're going to worship a little longer um, after we get the kids, if you want to stick around to worship. But would you pray over us, Chuck? I'd be glad to pray. Oh, praise God. Amen. In the Bible study, we have <laughs> Paul, Paul Heinzman, let you know him. He'd call me to pray quite often. And <laughs> one time, <laughs> I prayed too long, I guess. He kind of teased me about that after, after that. He'd, he'd say, pray, but he says, don't take five minutes. <laughs> so anyway. Don't take five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> So, Father, we, we come before you, and uh, we love everything that you've ever done for us, Father, and all those good plans that you have for all these people here, good plans for them, to give them a future and a hope. Oh, my, anyone in here today that is burdened about something, oh, thank you, Father. Just lift that burden off of them. Just meet their needs. My God shall meet all our needs. That's, that's who's going to meet our needs is my God. I know you love these people, Father, and you want good things in their life. You don't want anything bad, but all good for them. And So I pray for everyone here today as they leave. They can go with the joy of the Lord as their strength. And some have received Jesus into their heart. They'll have a great life ahead of them. And know that they are righteous. They can't do anything to be righteous only to depend upon you, Father. Because your word says, for by grace are we saved through faith, and that not of ourselves is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So we don't boast on what we do. We boast on the Lord. We brag about the Lord. 
You've done so much for us, Father. And I thank you that you have those good plans for us to give us a future and a hope. Oh, my Lord. And I pray for revival in Alexandria. I see a good recipe for revival when I see seven churches working together that I know of and probably more. That's a good recipe for revival, and we're close to that. We're close to revival. Sometimes the Lord does things suddenly. That's what I'm looking for God to do, some good things suddenly. And he loves each and every one of you with an everlasting love. And you don't have to do anything to get God to love you. You could go out and sin terrible today and God would still love you. But he wants you to live a clean, holy life. He says, humble yourself and he'll heal our land. So, Father, we humble ourselves. We see a born-again America. Yes. You have good plans for America. Yes. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Devil and demons, first of all, we submit ourselves to you, Father. And we say, devil and demons, we push you back with the blood of Jesus. We say, ha, 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 you are defeated. Oh, my Lord, devil, when you've been in that bottomless pit for a million years, you'll still be going. Ha, ha, ha. It's what you deserve. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Blessing this man for leading in our worship service. Bless him mightily. I know you're going to take him places on earth that he never dreamed that he would be there. I see that. Oh, thank you, Father, for the gifts of the Spirit. My, we're so blessed to have the gifts of the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. And the Lord thy God says, keep doing what you're doing. I am pleased. With most of you, I am pleased. Some could change some things. Many of you at the present time, don't need to change anything. Keep doing what you're doing. I have good plans for you. I love you. I love you. I love you. That's the Lord thy God says, I love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Chuck and Dorothy, for sharing. You know, uh, they're the most on fire uh, people I know in their 90s, uh, you know, I just love their, their zeal for the Lord and their love for one another. I remember the first time I asked 
Dorothy that. I said, Dorothy, do you still love Chuck? And I knew, just like a schoolgirl, she lit up, oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> and uh, to love the Lord and to love each other, that's a blessing. That's a heritage. Yeah. Amen. From a big family. Yeah. I think there's nine of those kids. <laughs> and I'm, I've just got one sister living, and she's real poor, down in St. James, and we're trying to make connection to go down and see her because when the phone rings, I never know. Mm -hmm. But I'm going on. They're all gone but me. Yeah, you're going on. Amen. Going on. Amen. Right. Hallelujah. Let me, get, uh, let me get ushers to help them down, and we're going to go ahead and, and uh, if you have your kids in, in the back at Kids Church or in the nursery, if you can go ahead and just relieve those workers, that would be awesome. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna worship a little longer, but we always want to give opportunity for prayer as well. So if anyone's here and um, you just need prayer, we can have the altar workers come up, and we would love to just pray for you just during this little time of transition. You're welcome to go if you're ready to go. We bless you. We love you guys. Thank you so much for being with us today. Um, and if you want to hang out a little longer, you're welcome to stick around. Mm -hmm. 